everyone. Welcome to the Hey Hannah podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Maya Fields. But to my friends and those who know me well, I'm just Maya. I'm a higher education administrator, a mother, and a wife of 14 amazing years. But above all, I'm a Christ follower. This podcast is a special platform created to honor the memory of my beloved daughter, Hannah. It's here that I have the chance to have the conversations that I never got to have with her. To share the wisdom and love I wish I could have passed on. It's a reminder to cherish the precious moments we're given and a testament to the power of healing, hope, and personal growth. If you're someone who's seeking personal growth, inspiration, and practical advice to build a solid foundation for a successful and fulfilling life, this is a place for you. Join me as we honor Hannah's memory together. Laugh, cry, and learn. Get ready for a podcast that is so much more than you could ever imagine. The Hey Hannah Podcast. Healing hearts, one conversation at a time. another episode of the Hey Hannah podcast. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in today for another episode. I hope you gained some information, you learned something, and I hope y'all like hanging around here because I like doing these episodes for you and continuing to have this community available. So around where I am, the sun is still shining. It's still pretty warm, uh, but you can tell that it's starting to get a bit cooler. So I don't know where you are, but I hope you're enjoying the last little bit of sunshine before we start rolling into the real fall and the winter weather. Um, But it had me thinking recently, I went to a birthday party for my oldest son, which was really cool. Um, you know, it was an outside birthday, which is great if you have a summer birthday, I have a winter birthday, so that's not a thing for me. But, um, you know, we went to this outdoor party and it was really great. The kids had a great time. You know, again, it was for my oldest. It was for um, one of his classmates. So he was just so excited and looking forward to going to the party. But anyways, we were sitting around talking And it was a group of ladies just kind of chit-chatting while the kids were playing. And one of the ladies, um, you know, one of the children had kind of come around, and one of the ladies started saying something. But she used some some strong choice words, like, um, you know, drop some F-bombs here and there. And so the lady's daughter jumped in to interject she's like you know mom you can't say that we're at a kids party and it was like almost like a reflex one of the other parents just jumped in and she's like oh no judgment and so it kind of got me thinking like you know we're at a kids party you know this whole dynamic is kind of playing out and that instant reflex of no judgment came up so I was thinking like well does no judgment today mean like no standards at all? And I get it's, you know, a lot of times the phrase is said in a way to, you know, bring like some, some comfort or, you know, 
familiarity to an extent, but like an acceptance to whatever is going on where you are. So it's like, oh, no judgment. You know, I don't want you to feel that. I want you to feel safe. Like this is a safe place. But is it also now turning into a thing that we throw out so much that it now also equates to no standards? Because, and I say that because again, we're at a kid's party, you know, use the type of language you want to use. It's absolutely fine. But I do really feel like it wasn't necessarily the place to use that language. So why it wasn't you know, like, oh, I'm going to have a hard judgment here. I do feel like if you look back at the definition of it, judgment is really just to form an opinion, to come to some type of sensible conclusion or to make a decision based on, um, you know, the information that you have. But for some reason, we've kind of got it to where it's now a negative connotation. So we throw that out there so quickly because we want people to know like, hey, no judgment, nothing here. But are you actually saying that you're not forming an opinion and that you don't have any sensible conclusion based on the actions that are going on around you? So it's just kind of something that I was thinking about. And, you know, I think it's important to touch on biblically where judgment comes into play, because I hear this a lot and I see this a lot too amongst even um, just like biblical social media groups or just social media in general, um, it's thrown out all the time as kind of a cover for any type of action that an individual may not want accountability for. Well, no judgment. Don't judge. You're not supposed to judge. But I want to clear up a few things. I think it's very important to make sure that this is crystal clear. If you are a Christ follower, you should absolutely um, judgment should be taking place. And I'll tell you just some scriptural reference. I'm not just pulling this out of thin air. So first Corinthians talks about, uh, five and 12. It's my responsibility to judge. It's not my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it is certainly the responsibility to judge those inside of the church. So you are supposed to be judging righteously. The individuals who claim to be Christ followers as you are, you don't get a free pass to see things that you know, that are, not in line with the word and just, you know, put a veil on no judgment. So I have nothing to say here. You're absolutely supposed to be doing that. We're supposed to be policing each other as, as followers of, of Christ, because we're all walking examples of him representation of him here on the earth. Um, another scripture that talks about judgment is John seven and 24, do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. Um, the Bible has told us to judge, but we are to judge by what is right. So righteous judgment means we judge according to God's standard, not our own standard. Um, you know, and that's something we all kind of have to take a minute and do a little self-reflection with, but make sure we're judging by the standard, um, that God has not the one that we have. And then obviously you hear all the time, judge not lest you be judged. Again, just some clarification here. It's not saying don't judge, don't make any sensible conclusions about anything. It's saying 
by the standard that you are judging the individual is the same standard that you will be judged by. So again, you don't get a free pass to not make any sensible conclusions about anything or to make any determinations or form any opinions. It just means that you want to have like some checks and balances here with the things that you're doing. And so as I'm thinking a little bit more about this, if we're not, if we're going back to the definition of judgment, if we don't have any judgment anywhere, if we're not forming any sensible conclusions, then we don't get to correction and we don't have any redirection. So if we don't have any correction or redirection, how are you shaping your standards? Your standards are shaped by your opinions, your sensible conclusions, or your perspective on situations. So, you know, I really think it's a phrase that's overused, but for for the Christian community, I think it's important for us to make sure that we recognize and know our responsibility to judge righteously. Um, that's not something that we get a, a hall pass to sit out on. And the second thing is, I think we should all be careful about how we're throwing out no judgment here and no judgment there, which is great. We always want to have safe places and places where people feel welcome, but we also need to be comfortable with letting others know that we have a standard. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with letting other people know that you have a standard of some sort. And I know standards might sound mundane, like, oh, this is boring, you know, it's just standards, but they're really like the unsung heroes of our life because they ensure consistency, safety, progress, um, in different fields. And a lot of times you'll hear the phrase like, oh, you teach other people how to treat you. You do that by having standards. And so, you know, it's standards is not just existing amongst amongst the community. It's in industries and technology. It's in healthcare, not just in your personal lives. So we can't want, you know, standards in the food industry. You know, we want to make sure this is safe and cooked temperature control. So I'm not sick, but not have any standards when we look over in our personal lives. It's something that's beneficial in each of these areas. So we want to think about you know, how are we setting our standards and communicating our standards to others and letting them be known? Um, you know, and get into a place where we're comfortable with saying what our standards are. Um, thinking about this a little bit from a parenting perspective, you know, we have a unique opportunity really to shape standards for our children. Um, and we kind of help them with that a little bit throughout um, all the times in their life, just like a little bit each day. But there's a couple things just really um, to consider. And this is kind of a highlight for women, I'll say too. I've said this before. I love that the Bible calls uh, women and Titus the keeper of the home. A lot of times the home is like the training ground for children is where so many things are taking place. So women, I feel like we have a unique um, and wonderful responsibility in the way that we are able to shape standards for our children. But we're doing that by um, 
modeling behavior. Children, it's not, you know, you hear a lot of times, it's not what you say, but it's what you do. They learn by observing. So you want to set high standards for yourself. Um, and what you display is typically what your children going to do. That's the same thing in communication too. Um, engaging in open conversation about values and expectations, having respectable conversations with your children, um, exhibiting, you know, patience in the conversation, encouraging your children to express their opinions and help them understand, you know, the reasoning behind the standards that you set. My oldest, um, boy, can he talk. And so <laughs> a lot of times, you know, you, it's not just the why, 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 but there's the, um, you know, the what, and then he also, has his opinion um, that he wants to give you as well. My mom has these sayings. Um, she has all these funny sayings, but this is one that I always think of with him. He wants to tell you how the cow chews the cabbage. You can't just tell him, you know, one thing and it's that. Like you got to have a conversation and kind of peel back all the layers, you know, with him. But, you know, while I can honestly say sometimes it wears on my patience, if I'm talking about setting the standard, especially in communication, I want to model a form of communication to him where we're respecting others' opinions, where we're understanding that it's it's safe and it's good to have dialogue when you don't understand something. A lot of adults, don't know how to properly communicate the things they don't understand or their needs, but we're working that out. We're flexing that muscle in our home by modeling the type of communication um, that we want to see. So that's a standard. And it's so important, um, you know, for boys who become men to obviously be able to communicate effectively when we're talking about individuals who are set who are called to lead families and lead their homes and lead them well um i think one of the primary factors of a, a wonderful and awesome leader is someone who is a great effective communicator if you're not able to communicate, you're not able to get your message across, you don't get people on the same page and you don't get people into action. So, um, you know, I feel like while these are little small things, I keep in my mind that I'm working out, I'm flexing the communication muscle for, for young men who are one day going to lead a family. Um, you know, another thing I think about too with, uh, you know, just in relation to standards for parents is adaptability. Your standards um, or, you know, the outline, the rules, whatever you want to call it for your home, you want to have them there, but um, they shouldn't be rigid. You know, they should evolve to kind of go with changing circumstances and new information. I hope you're learning something new every day and you're growing and with growth comes change. So don't feel like, you know, I set this standard in my home and this is how it's going to be until they turn 18 and leave, whatever it is. As you grow, flex the standards in your home. Make sure that you're incorporating things 
that are a result of the new knowledge that you gained. Um, and you want to teach your children the importance of flexibility, especially when you're talking about their settings and adjusting their own standards. Um, I think this is probably one of the um, most beneficial things that you can teach children when you're talking about uh, setting a foundation for them to be able to progress in life well. Things are not going to always go as you plan. It's great to have a plan, but the plan sometimes is it's not going to work. But as Mike Tyson say, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. How are you going to adapt? What's coming next? You have the opportunity in your house to make sure that you're giving an example of adaptability standards. Example. I'm at home. I forgot to thaw the meat. It's five o'clock. We got to cook. Am I going to flip my lid because I forgot? Or we're going to have a positive attitude and figure out, okay, well, I don't have this, but I do have X, Y, Z. So we can just make this for dinner. We'll have breakfast for dinner and we'll do whatever I have planned tomorrow. It's going to be great. You're given that example of how adaptability is something that you need to be able to do. And this is a healthy way to do it. So parents, um, I want to just make sure I throw that out to you about setting your standards when we're talking about parenting. So I want to challenge listeners. Make sure that you are taking the time to learn about the different standards that are affecting your life. Um, if there's, now as we segue from parents to, um, you know, the boundaries or the standards that you're setting in your home, I think it's important to realize that when we have a standard, we're also able to create boundaries. Boundaries are like personal standards. Um, unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard boundaries because, you know, it's kind of like the buzz with, right now, which is great. You know, you hear all about setting personal and professional boundaries. Um, but really boundaries, what they do is they define the limits and the expectations we have for ourselves and our interactions with others. So again, it's like our personal standards. Um, now our standards, again, influence our boundaries by shaping our values and our principles. So they determine, you know, what we consider acceptable and what we consider unacceptable in our lives. But again, if we're not forming any, any, um, opinions, any considerable opinions based on the information we have, how are we getting to our standards and then getting to our own boundaries? You know, so in recent years, there's been a growing awareness of the importance of setting healthy boundaries, again, personally and professionally, um, which is great.
Now, just to jump in a bit to, um, you know, if we don't end up setting these standards, kind of what are the downfalls? So when you don't have the clear standards and boundaries, it's kind of like um, the wild, wild west of your life because there is no checks and balances. When you don't have those boundaries in your personal life, it can lead to conflict, emotional exhaustion, unmet expectations. It's the same thing with work-life balance. Um, Overstepping work boundaries, you leads to, you know, burnout, strained relationships. Um, the same thing with society. The example that I mentioned at the party, there's no, um, you know, you think about a society without ethical or moral standards can lead to inequality, um, social unrest, and just corruption. But there is also power, a lot of power in setting standards. Um, it can empower you in many ways. And this is what I hope you leave with. I hope you leave empowered to not only have your standards, but feel like it's okay. And it's safe to communicate them. You don't have to just back away and present yourself as an individual who does not have any standards in any area. So they can empower you, um, you know, with self-respect. They help you respect your own needs, your own values, and preventing things that are neglectful to yourself. Setting your standards helps you with healthy relationships. Um, it clearly defines your boundaries, um, which ultimately creates, you know, more fulfilling relationships for you. And then professional success, standards in the workplace really foster respect, integrity, um, and just contribute overall to a positive work environment. Um, so listeners, I want you to think about this week. What are some ways that you can practice open and honest communication with those around you? Clearly articulate your boundaries. Think about your standards. Um, so ultimately it helps you avoid misunderstandings. When you think about throwing out the phrase, no judgment, I want you to take a second guess and, and assess the situation. Is it really a situation of no judgment where you have no sensible opinion, or is this an opportunity to safely communicate your standards? If you feel like there is an impact on those, um, and if you see a lack of standards or harmful boundaries in your community, you can always speak up. You can always advocate for positive change. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I do want to throw out, there's a really good book, um, and this is recommended a lot, the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud. So if you're looking for a book just to dig deeper into boundaries and standards, it's really great with including you know, background information, and then of course, actionable steps for how you incorporate the, what you learn in the book into your life. So um, standards and boundaries, it might not be topics that we think about daily, but they really have a profound impact on our well-being and just the world around us. And by setting clear standards and boundaries, we can lead more fulfilling lives, building healthier relationships and contribute to more just and ethical society. So thank you for joining us again on the Hey Hannah podcast. Don't forget to subscribe for more thought-provoking discussions on topics that shape our lives. And until next time, take care. And that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs>
Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Hey Hannah podcast. We hope that you found inspiration, insight, and encouragement in our conversation today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to stay connected with us, be sure to like, subscribe, and review the Hey Hannah podcast. Your feedback helps us reach more people and spread our message of love and wisdom. You can also follow us on social media at Hey Hannah Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to stay updated on all the latest episodes, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and engaging content. And for those of you who prefer the visual experience, catch the video versions of our podcast on our YouTube channel. Just search Hey Hannah Podcast and hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode. For even more Hey Hannah goodness, visit our website at www.heyhannapodcast.com. There you'll find updates, bonus content, and join a community that embraces you with open arms. Your continued support truly means the world to us. Together, let's spread love, share wisdom, and honor every precious moment. Because here at Hey Hannah, we believe that life is meant to be lived well. Remember, a new episode of the Hey Hannah podcast is released every Wednesday. So mark your calendars and be sure to tune in. Thank you again for being a part of Hannah's Hive. Until next time, take care. Entertainment.